animal things with the not hot dog All right, app. folks. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. And this is JP Water Cooler, episode number 235. Today's episode is managing WordPress with external services. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Jason Cosper, you're first. Wow. Tell us a about yourself. I'm Jason Cosper, and I am not a hot dog. Not <laughs> <laughs> what the shop says. <laughs> Let me find out. Anyway. Let me find out. <laughs> Joe, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. I am Joe Howard. Uh, I am the head buff at WP Buffs, uh, where we uh, act as a CTO for people who run WordPress websites. Howdy. Awesome. Good to have you on. John Brown. Hi, I'm John Brown. I'm a digital nomad and WordPress agency owner at Mindseeds, where we build custom WordPress sites uh, for everybody. Sweet. How about you, Robert? Uh, my name's Robert, and I look just like everybody else on here. And I run Shiny 9 Web Design, and I'm lead, uh, lead organizer for WordCamp Las Vegas. Sweet. Good to have you on. Russ, how about you? Uh, my name is Russ. I work for a company called uh, Web Dev Studios, and um, I don't have any funny quip because everybody else got to use theirs before me. But, yeah. There's all the funny quips in the world. They're all gone yep. now. They've all, been you, used, Sarah? they've all been used in about three minutes. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Sarah Weefald. I'm the project manager at Zeke Interactive. Awesome. Good to have you on. <laughs> no quip. How about you, Say? <laughs> Um, I'm Faye, and I'm not Steve Zingit, and I'm not a hot dog. I am not in a church. I do make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, all the presses. Bye. Awesome. That's Avery well, Media. Thanks for being on be. with us. Say, how about you, Steve? <laughs> I am uh, Steve Zingit. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. And I'm also the lead organizer of WordCamp Orange County, which is three weeks from uh, tomorrow. And it's pretty Jason Cosper. Yeah, Jason Cosper is not a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that awesome. My name is Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my site is jasontucker.blog. And we do a couple shows on WP Watercooler. Make sure you go check those out. Those happen on Thursdays as well as this one on Fridays. So go over this to is... wpwatercooler.com and you can check out all the shows that are going on over there. This is the best one. I was going to say, the other one is the best one. I meant first. I meant first one. <laughs> we, not. We have those shows for sure. Yep, exactly. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit. Of, Let's talk a little bit about um, external services that you can use to kind of talk to WordPress. So, you know, you can log into the WordPress dashboard directly and just interact with it, you know, directly into there. But there's also other ways to do this as well. Um, the one that comes to mind, because George isn't here and, you know, we're kind of obligated to, to mention it, is uh, Jetpack has a thing called Jetpack Manage that you could actually use to kind of manage your WordPress site. Um, that are self-hosted websites that you can be able to just interact with those and be able to, to mess with them. So there's other ones out there as well, um, and I wanted to talk about those, but I wanted to mention that. Obligation fulfilled. Yep, so, that's it. So, so, this, it, George. Step so it. this is actually something that I talked to, uh, about at WordCamp San Diego was the many different ways on how to connect to different things, uh, updating plugins and core and stuff like that. And Jason, yep, you were exactly. there. Yep. You were there and no, you the, were there. 
<laughs> so um uh in the chat uh jason cosper you mentioned one what, what um you want to tell us a little bit about that one yeah uh so i am uh i've used pretty much every one of the uh services out there uh infinite wp managed wp uh, there's a whole uh litany of them i'm sure we're going to discuss most of them um and uh, basically, uh, one that I've kind of settled on for uh, my main sites is uh, iTheme Sync. Uh, I like Sync from iThemes. Uh, it is uh, super basic, uh, gives you a way to quickly uh, update uh, your plugins, themes, uh, integrates with if you're using Backup Buddy, uh, you can kick off backups and, uh, and interact with uh, Stash. Uh, install plugins and themes. It doesn't do a lot of the larger scale management that some of these other ones do, where uh, it allows you to work with uh, at least the uh, the basic package, uh, the the free or you know knowledge uh, doesn't allow you to like manage comments or or anything like that. However, um, really, uh, when it comes to managing sites for me, in a lot of cases, it just comes down to making sure. And handling that quickly and efficiently, and sync allows me to get in and out without having to sweat that. I, I the will key give word a plus what one. Said, uh, I was going to give a plus one for iTheme Sync as well. I think uh, I think the interface is really uh, great and easy to use. It's it's simple, um, and I, I can tell you, you know, I know the iThemes guys, and I have had to deal with them. For, uh, you know, I know them from a personal level. I had to have had to deal with them from at a business level and they're great on the customer support side. I was just going to say, I don't think Corey Miller would describe it as basic and simple, but, um, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to, I didn't mean that. The, yeah. I didn't mean that the, that the technology was basic and simple. I just meant that the interface is easy to use. Yeah. Uh, it, it was something that, Co that Cosper said. I was to say, I don't think Corey Miller would describe it that way. <laughs> when you compare it to something like infinite WP that allows you to install, like just a whole litany of extensions, plugins, uh, things that'll allow you to, to manage uh, multiple WordPress sites in, in a whole ton of ways. It is probably the most pared back, but it still allows you to do uh, so much with your sites that um, really it's just kind of the best tool for the job for me. So that brings up an interesting thing. I use Infinite WP and I, I've used it since the very beginning I, um, because I got a lifetime license of it, which no longer available, but um, certainly kept me stuck to it for a really long time. Um, and you're right, it does have a bunch of add-ons that you can install. I find that the only things, the features that I use are really backups, plugin updates, core updates. Um, it has a whole bunch of features that do other things that I don't really care about. They do SEO analysis, Google Analytics integration. Um, uh, we actually use the malware security scan, but that's just um, repurposing security's site check API. So I'm curious for you guys using iTheme Sync, which I've heard good things about, what key features do you think you need in a remote management tool? Anybody have an opinion? Updates is, I mean, obviously, if you can have a good a good set of updates, that's obviously the best one there. Um, but I think the one thing about updates is that you need to be able to roll back to um, the previous uh, known good state if if that's the case, which something like MatchWP does only if you're paying for their um, their backups. So you, you know, if you're using their full their full term WP backups, is the one 
that got acquired by GoDaddy now, right? Yeah. So, so you can so, still use on sites off of yeah. GoDaddy, but it's yeah. so so with Managed WP, Jason, um, it does give you one free monthly backup that you can uh, restore to right away. If you want to re if you want to restore daily or weekly or whatever, then yeah, you do have to pay for that. And yeah, that's so, what, but the uh, the thing is, is it's the it's the backups that get updated. So when you do, I mean, sorry, the updates. So when you update your website and say like, I want to update all these plugins, and you turn all those on, say, go and do an update. It's gonna do like a sandy check to make sure, hey, this actually did update, and we're good, and we don't have to to restore back. So th that, I think that, that's that, the main thing that most basic users are gonna need is something where it's like, is it okay for me to do these updates, and can I actually update them? But the thing is, is most people aren't gonna be that are like basic users, cat blog users. They're not managing multiple cat blogs here. You know, it's it's the people <laughs> like us that are trying to manage multiple sites for people. That's and, actually and something. That's that, actually that's actually something Managed WP does now. Is it's called a safe update, and it will actually give you that comparison. It will show you the differences between like certain pages and stuff to see if that update is going to break anything. Yeah, so recently, yeah, cool. Hi now. Say again, Robert. Uh, Nathan Porter had something like that too. He demoed it at last year's, uh, or didn't demo it, but he had a booth at last year's. WordCamp Orange County. I don't know if it's still around. I think the name was Server Pilot, but I could be making that up. He had little balsa planes. That's all I remember. And, uh, a lot of image optimization stuff like Kraken does that too now, where it shows you the differences in images and stuff. Like I, I think it's kind of cool. Joe, uh, what were you going to say? Um, I was just talking about Manage WP and their safe updates. So, yeah. So when the issue most people run into is when they make updates via you know, third-party software, you know, maybe break something, but now Managed WP has a safe updates mode, so you can see the exact before and after images of different pages, um, and it helps a lot with, uh, with management. Um, and in terms of um, kind of what you were saying, Steve, about simplicity, um, when you have, especially when you have a team working on with these tools, it's really important to have these really simple tools that work. You know, you don't have to do a lot of training. You don't have to, you know, do as much onboarding. It's really... Uh, kind of works itself, um, and so you don't have to worry about as much of that. Uh, agreed. The, the less training, the better. And I want to reiterate something that all three of you have said: is the the critical part of a backup is not the backing up; it's the restore, right? So you can back anybody can back up, but if you can't restore from the backup, you're hosed. Yeah, hundred percent. And so if you if you do put in a, install a backup tool, or if any of these things that you're considering include a backup, test a restore. Yeah, Managed WP has that one-click restore, and it is, I mean, it's magic. You know, you you click it, and it's restored. Um, and I'm sure Main WP and a lot of these tools have the same thing, but I just know from experience that, you know, and having that comfort in Managed WP, knowing I can click that one-click restore and having it, you know, revert back to six hours ago is... I'm sorry, hang on one second, Russ. I say this because these SaaS products, you know, a lot of a lot of them we can trust they work, especially the ones that we've mentioned on this call so far, they work. But there are plugins that that do similar things, and there are a lot of backup plugins. Not all plugins are created equally. So not all of those restores work every time. Yeah. What I was gonna say is usually what I do before I restore something is I you can actually download that that backup and then I install it locally and it gives you the SQL file from that day and it gives you all the plugins and stuff and then you can go test it locally just to make sure that's the actual one you want. And that's what I love about Managed WP is it keeps those backups for like 60 or 90 days or something like that. It's very useful in that sense. And I think what you have to look at is, is what is actually being backed up. 
right? So, th so I've seen backup tools that will back up the whole um, site uh, images and database as one file, and then I've seen uh, uh, tools that will separate them out. And those are typically the tools I prefer, right? Ones that will separate out images, code, and database as separate pieces, because I may only want to back up one piece. Or if you've got a site with gigabytes worth of images, right, then downloading that restore, you've got to download all of those images as that one big zip file. And that either becomes a, a pain in the ass or it could render the, the, the restore um, non-functional anymore, right? Well, because, the, because you've got so many, uh, so many images that you're trying to... to, to, the, to that, that's actually one cool thing about Managed WP is you can actually, when you create the backup, you can say only backup, you know, WP content, WP includes. And like, so if you have a customer that has a bunch of directories for downloads and videos, you can exclude those and it will A, speed up that process and B, um, when you do restore, it's not going to take, you know, 200 things because you have to do a 10 gig video. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of so, always been the case. The hardest thing in, in remote site management has always been backups because it's really easy to back up a small, simple site. But as soon as you start getting into various server configurations and weird things like 500 megabyte video files or bigger zip files, um, you know, large, large files, sites, some of the sites that we manage through Infinite WP are 100 gigabyte sites. Uh, there's just no way to run a regular backup of that of the entire site. That, that'd be insanity. So we do have tools to kind of parsing them off, um, only backing up like this year's uploads folder, um, only backing up uh, content like database in this year's uploads folder or something like that um, yeah. to make that continue to work as a kind of regular daily backup. It kind of begs what about the like, reason that... What? Oh. I was just to say, it's, it's one of those reasons that even when we have a remote management tool like Emitted WP, we've also used Managed WP and, and iTeam SiteSync and WP Remote and uh, I know I'm forgetting the other one. Um, there's too many. Um, yeah. uh, the hosting-based backups are just way better and more reliable. Like our WP Engine, Liquid Web, even GoDaddy backups, like those don't fail the way that our remote backup plugins do, um, at least not as much on large sites. Uh, so we use it kind of as a, a belt and suspenders thing. We tend to rely on both. What about white label reporting of, uh, you know, different things if you're trying to show off the fact that, oh, yeah, we do look at your site. And yes, we do look at all the things. Here's all the updates that you had. Here's how many people went to your website. Alex-wise, here's some code changes we maybe did. I mean, all these sorts of white label reports. Do you guys do any of those using these tools? So we do We do with uh, Managed WP. We actually, if a client will request something like, hey, can you show us what you've updated in the last 30 days or do a custom report, Managed WP will actually let us run that and then uh, download it as a PDF or a CSV file, and then we can shoot that over. And it keeps that current history of what's been done. But... Yeah. But the only drawback is, is if you go into your WordPress dashboard and update it, Managed WP is not going to record that. It's only recording what you do in their dashboard. Through it. Right. Yeah. And that's true with a lot of them. If you just do it on your own, it won't record it. So Main WP, which is my choice, has that same sort of thing. It's, a, it's an add-on that you have to buy, but it allows for client reports as well, and it tracks different things like uh, even admin logins, that sort of thing, as well as plugin updates, th 
theme update, core update, that sort of thing. So, One thing that I do like about ManageWP is it will show you who ran the update. So, you know, you can see that 15 different people have been running updates for the last 30 days or whatever, and it will actually show you who did that. So it's one thing where it's like, hey, you went and updated this, and the client reported the site broke. We need to go look at this. You know, it's something like, something like that that just – it drills down on who did what on when and how to fix it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, another and a nice lot of these are hosted. WP. A lot of these are hosted products, right? Right, Joe is and you know being able to have either hosted or have them locally hosted or have it just like an application that you run. Um, what were you gonna say, Joe? Sorry about that. No worries. I was just gonna say um, another nice thing about Manage WP is that uh, in addition to having those white label reports, you can also white label the plugin itself. So the way Manage WP connects to websites, you install this worker plugin and it can you can connect to manage WP that way to sync the two up and you can also white label that plugin as well and that's really nice um, to be able to have kind of a uh, a plugin that has you know either your company's name on it or whatever you want it to say um, just yeah. another layer of trust you can build with clients who are in the dashboard a lot yeah, it's worth it. I, I started with manage WP and really liked it um, but the pricing model on infinite WP was better for long-term use because it was a one-time fee for me or um, it managed WP's pricing um, was never quite what I had hoped for back in the day. But we're going back like seven, six, seven years when it was launched. Um, and it kind of becomes an issue. Some of these services are free um, for a site or two. Um, and then some of them get pretty expensive when you talk about needing a full feature set across 50 or 100 sites. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard that, John, actually, from people between those two services. Um, so I've heard that a lot. Um, Vantage WP does have got, like a bundled service. So if you hit a certain point, it'll just recommend go to our bundled service. You know, you get 100 or 200, you know, installs for the same price. Um, but it is a monthly uh, cost. So I, I see what you're saying about yeah. the one-time cost maybe being more yeah. effective. For especially if, if you're on. making money, if you're making money off of selling uh, services, maintenance services, things like that. It's uh, I, I'm sure it's a, it's a cost that's justified. But uh, in in my case, uh, like going back to the white labeling, I don't white label or you know I don't need to white label anything because I'm just maintaining my own sites mm -hmm. mostly. Uh, maybe a couple friends sites, something like that. They don't need to see reports from me. They don't need to see anything like that. We don't need to worry about white labeling. But um, I mean, a, a lot of it comes down to um, just uh, you know, it, does your business depend on it? And if, if uh, that is something that is worthwhile for you, um, I actually installed and liked Infinite WP. Uh, I was running into some server resource issues um, and didn't want to have to keep bumping up the amount of RAM I needed to dedicate to like the more and more sites that I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can make sure that your plugins get updated for like friend sites and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that that uh that that was my only real gripe is because of Infinite WP, um, you have to install it on a server, uh, right. and it, it, you can end up with the uh, the bottleneck. Same thing with Main WP, right? Isn't that under uh, yeah. just a standard WordPress install? You, you can actually, you can actually hook Main WP up to a local install as well. Yeah, that's one of the yeah. things that I like about Main WP is it's just it's a WordPress plugin. So everything we know and love about WordPress, Main WP has the other ones it may or may not have. Um, and yeah, you can run Main WP and you can probably run Infinite WP off of a local install. I myself have it hosted out in the world, so I can access it anywhere. But um, yeah, I mean, 
Infinite WP, going back to the cost issue, um, like it was a one-time cost of four or five hundred dollars, um, but I've used it for five years, right? Um, if I was paying a monthly service fee like Managed WP, where they they host it, um, I'd be paying fifty dollars a month for five years. It, it's significantly more expensive. We sell that. I'm very good at math. Clients. Wait, let me let me work that out. <laughs> yeah, you carry the one. Yeah, all right. Seventeen. Um, I understand. I mean, um, just for the it, it, it results in way more profit for us because and a lower cost of, of running it. So there is a significant price difference there between a one-time thing and a, an ongoing service. Um, and a lot of it is justifiable. But. Say. Go for it, say. <laughs> Infinite WP on the 5th, they're actually launching a beta version of a new program, a new plugin called WP Time Capsule. I think that already launched. It's on like last month. Yeah, the um, time capsule is from is someone else. Yeah, it's been around for a minute. And it's a really good backup uh, um, solution. I guess. I think there might be two things called time capsule now, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that Infinite WP's version of time capsule launched last month. Oh, that's cool. Um, maybe it just pre-launched in March. But, um, um, but I was going to say also the the thing is, so I deal with a lot of right small clients. We're always talking about that, but like. Uh, I do get a lot of people also who manage other people's sites. And I think that this this type of management system is one of the most important things you can do if you are managing other people's sites because it allows you to manage the site without having all of their stuff or having to log into their stuff. And in addition to the reports and whatnot, you can maintain kind of that separation, uh, which means you can, you know, turn the keys back over to them at any time. But also it keeps everything... Um, documented like you guys were saying so in terms of protecting yourself it's very important when you're doing that it, it's, also, it's also one of those things though where you don't have to give somebody your username and password or an admin or, or they don't even have right. to make an admin on the site they just exactly. got to connect, connect that plug into the dashboard or whatever and you're good to go yeah and i think even it's that have... type of protection that is really useful for both the client whose site is being managed and the person managing the site. I think that's one of the best possible scenarios. Even if you have more than three sites, uh, it's uh, like of your own personal sites, even if you're not managing sites for other people, um, <laughs> just the time that it saves to be able to go to one dashboard, um, mm -hmm. see your updates, see your, your theme plugin updates, all that stuff. Uh, be able to kick off backups for all your sites if you want to. Uh, have a service that handles uh, kicking off backups at particular times for you. Um, that I mean, you know, is it could be worth the the six or eight or whatever that Manage WP costs like per. I, I'm not even sure what their pricing is anymore. Um, but I mean, it, these these services are worthwhile for for any level once you start getting into having like multiple WordPress sites. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to add there. I love being able to go into InfoWP and see all my plugin updates and theme updates across you know 50 plus sites. That is priceless. That's huge. One thing that we thought we would use it for that I never have is logging into those sites. Because so it does like a one-click login thing because it's authenticated through a plugin the same way Managed WP is. In fact, the Managed WP Worker plugin, the Infinite WP Worker plugin, or Infinite forked Managed WP's code, I think at some point, or reused a lot of it. Um, but like you never work that way in your head. It's never like let me go to the dashboard to log into a site. You just go straight to the site, right? Um, 
I think some people might find that useful. I, I just never did. Well, I haven't it, used that before. It also recognizes whatever the, the URL is too. So like if it's not WP admin or WP login and you have a, a, a custom URL to log in, it will actually kick over to that and log you straight in. So you, you don't have to guess or do anything like that. Yeah, I think the I think the big thing to talk about as well when you're talking about these third party tools is for people who are providing services like maintenance ongoing support is that you can you can scale service without scaling time right you can spend uh, less time managing more websites which is really valuable for anybody who's you know a startup or a small business um, so yeah I think that's a, a key point as well so because I'm of service migrations too because of services like this we actually came out with a plugin called maintain tools and so uh, essentially our plugin just uh, um, it does many things but one of the features is is we can lock a plugin to say don't update it so when you sign up for our services we actually have a questionnaire on a thing that says are there any plugins or themes you don't want us to touch and if they say yeah we'll turn our plugin on and we'll you know say don't update this plugin and then when I'm in manage WP and even if I check the website and all the plugins it will still fail to update that one because we have it locked and because of services like this and because clients have you know uh, specific needs sometimes tools like that really help when it comes to managing large scales at a fast pace yeah that's really cool um, I know manage WP has the ability to like turn off plugin updates for a site or theme updates for a site, but I don't think it has the ability to do it for individual uh, plugins or individual yeah. themes. That's a cool and and, and th there's other plugins that will do that, that will say, you know, don't update this or, you know, whatever, but we just kind of built our own internal thing that we use anyways, and we just kind of hooked that into there. Um, is and it, is it, the call cool. to action actually don't update this or whatever? It's actually, weird. It, it's actually called <laughs> don't pull a Zengit. That's what it's called. <laughs> Nice. And I think we can all agree nobody wants to pause and get yeah. Uh, so, so so why? Yeah, that's kind so, of where. I was. Why, why, why I love Manage WP is when we made that switch, we had our own internal dashboard, um, and Manage WP let us delete that dashboard from every site that we had it installed, and then we could actually upload our own zip, and it would go and install and activate that plugin. So I didn't have to log in or FTP to all 500 of our client sites. I did it in one shot, and for a tool like that, I'm very grateful for it, and I think it kind of justifies paying the monthly service. And just to be fair, I don't pay it, web dev does, so it's fine. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, I was hoping that we would go around the room here and start talking about all the various tools that we're using, and I'm glad that we were able to accomplish that and kind of just go through a whole list of these and folks can go take a look at them. The thing is with all these products is there's, each one of them has their own specialty that they've really focused on, but all their pricing is relatively the same. You start looking at some of these pricings where in the chat we've been talking about this where like infinite WP may show up as like 600 and something dollars a year, but you know, you divide that by 12 and you're kind of like, ah, oh, it's like 50, 60 bucks, not that big of a deal per month. And you look at these other ones, you're like, oh, this is this much. Oh, well, it, you know, roughly it's right around the same. So. All these guys are trying to be competitive. They're all trying to make sure that you know that you're going to look at their products and see which one's going to work best for you. Play around with a couple of them, figure out which one's best, and maybe ask a developer that that works around you at a meetup or something. Hey, what are you using? Also, 
there is something to be said for the fact that um, they've all of these uh, organizations have all been really involved in the community. You see them sure. at all sorts of word camps. You see them out there. So they're really connected to the community. They're not like out there doing some stuff. I'm obviously partial to the more local, locally owned independent ones. So, you know, when they get bought out by giant companies, I'm like, well, let's jump ship. Um, but even even that company that I'm talking about is connected to the WordPress community. So I think that's just something that's really important. iThemes and Infinite WP both have been around for a really long time and are involved. So I think- Yeah, and their products are just getting better and better. Yeah, better and better. That's what, that's They're not product. just selling it. They, they use it for their own clients. And so they are not just, um, you know, selling to us. They're also upgrading and developing because they understand what's going on and they're connected to core and the community. So it's important, yep. I think. Awesome. Well, that's about it for today, folks. Thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, make sure you go over to our website at wpwatercore.com. Click on the links there to subscribe. And if you wanted to learn more about any of us, make sure you go uh, click on the little links for each of the people that are on there and you can go to our websites and take a look at our gravatars and all the cool stuff we do in WordPress. So. Thank you all very much for being on the show and hanging out with us. Talk to you all later. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit subscribe. See ya. Bye.